0: name of the song is called Y'all's Plan And it's by Ishan Burgundy Burgundy I believe Ishan Burgundy? Yeah Ishan Burgundy Yeah Oh It is kind of loud, ain't it? connect with the is correct Better So the name of the song is Y'all's Plan By Eshaan Burgundy is his name Um And this podcast today Goes out To the homie At night today Man To have A woman that ride for you that appreciate you that's there for you is rare. And the shit the homie going through right now is some bullshit. Because there is nothing worse than a woman who when she's angry she seeks to destroy a man. Not just him but his reputation. Everything. And let me tell you something. Brothers when you always hear me talking about that I um my appreciation for my brothers is some real shit. It's because of the things I see at work, the things I've seen in my life. I got a um a young brother t- that texted me today. He just said thank you. It wasn't nothing but thank you. when when our brothers is going through shit I I, I remember my nigga Roland said some shit to me a long time I never forgot and it was his words that I've been using when you hear me say this his words were Cherie the black woman broke a black man it takes a black woman to heal a black man and that's why I be saying the stuff I say when when somebody be on my ass or talking that shit about me um, talking to to the brothers because a lot of times people be on that, that shit because they thinking from a skewed mindset because a lot of times truthfully one, people forget I'm a therapist that's one Two. Just because someone has certain intentions, don't mean they finna follow through with them, because a respectable woman is gonna stop their ass on the bullshit, especially if they trying to heal their heart, their mind, and fo- and so forth, and their spirit. We have this Western view of thinking, and the Western view we have of thinking is based on what we've been taught by Christians. Because our whole perception of thought pattern goes back to a Christian ideology and principle. And we look at everything from that perspective. But that's those New Testament nicks. I'm going to say it again. If a woman broke him, it takes a woman to heal him. And I understand all the healing male circles they have, all the shit. And it's funny because all the motherfucking male circles, all it does is make them niggas worse. Real shit. I don't see it making the brothers better. All I see it doing is making them worse. Because all it is is a bunch of bitter-ass men coming together like women. Because men mindset today are like women. They come together and complain like women. Where does healing begin? That's just my statement. I'm, I'm feeling some type of way. But ain't nothing I can do about it. So all I can do or tell my friend to do... Is pray about it and, and seek God on it because he took me from a place that I was in that wasn't so good and his words to me was in the word real shit and he angry and he rightly so he should be angry but I can't wait for y'all to hear his story. Real shit. Alright y'all. So I'm deviating a little bit. Today. I'm deviating because. I was listening. To a Torah portion. About. um Yeshua. Joshua cuz that's his name. And as I was listening, I said I think I'm going to do a study on this. So I did some research and I made sure I did a little history too cuz the history was great. Um cuz we we never think to place things. So I I I I hope you enjoy today's study. And yes, we're getting back to where we need to be. And yes, we going to get back to that too after we done with Isaiah. Because sometimes God just takes us away from something in order to bring us back to a place. So sometimes we deviate from the course, but the deviation from the course is for a purpose. So let's get to it. You, you got your phone or you don't want your phone today? I don't have my phone you wanna go get it or you wanna You good? Yeah. Alright. So Wow, it it actually went to the Oh no, my ass probably put it in the right place. Okay, so this is Joshua chapter nine. It's gonna be Joshua chapter nine and ten. And it came to pass when all the kings which were on this side of the Jordan in the hills and in the valleys and in all the coasts of the great sea over against Lebanon and Chiti and Imari and Canani and Parazi and Javi and uh, Yavachi heard thereof. Now these kings were mighty nations, but they understood the basis on what had taken place, they were mighty nations, they were no as nations they was they was known for being strong and fierce nations, they were not soft um at all so don't 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 think that, but they had no chance with a people of God after. Seeing or hearing, let I me mean not see, saying seeing, because some of them could have been there. People always had um, representatives of themselves and other nations. That's not new. So, knowing what took place and hearing about it and what was coming, they knew they could not beat Joshua and they could not beat Israel. And they definitely knew they could not beat Yahweh. They knew this. But let me give you a little backstory. story. See, what you don't know is when the table of nations took place or or the discussion of that, because that's mentioned in the book of Jasher, which is mentioned here. That each people was given a specific geographic location, and the people of Shem was given an area. But somebody's ass, some of those Hamites, took it upon themselves and said, Nah, we don't want to go over there, this is where we're going, and they took the space. There was no fight nor beef about it. They just de their way in there. So the land was promised to Shem's sons, specific ones. So when you come in and you've seen these folks coming into this land, taking it over... Y'all were thought to believe that they just came in and devoted their way in and that's their land and they was gonna take it. But you never got the backstory as to what really took place. When those table of nation and God divvy up the land after the flood, because they divvied it up after the flood. Each son's son went into a place and grandsons and folks had the different spaces and they Came into a particular area and they just took it over. That's what took place. If you don't know, now you know. Because see, once again, them Christians don't do what? Teach y'all ass history. Let's not even talk about language. But just so you can get the backstory. story. Moving on. That they gathered themselves, the kings of these nations that was read in verse 1, to fight with Yeshua And with Israel. Well, at this point, Israel is all the groups, all the 12 together as one nation before they even had a king. That's why you hear the discussion of the name Israel. You you will hear Judah and Israel after David. But pre-David and during Samuel's and David's time. They were referred to as Israel. That's another little snippet. If you ever read in those prophets. Because after David, the land was split in the two by the two brothers. Because there was beefing and warring after, after um, David's death. Or before David. It happened before he even died. The oldest son felt he had write a passage because the son, oh, the son does what? Come into his own according to the custom. But it was promised to Solomon. So all of the brother's um, backers and people who lifted up themselves for him supported his brother and they took off and made him king. And after David heard about it, he then did what God told him to do, was to make Solomon king. So the kingdom was split into two. Moving on. And when the inhabitants, inhabitants of Givon, or in some places is actually Gion, because there is no V sound, heard from beginning to end what Yahshua had done, To Jericho and to Ai, which is spelled A-I, they did work willingly and went and made as if they had been ambassadors. So they sent some people pretending like they was ambassadors from another nation and took old sacks of their asses, upon their asses, I'm sorry, and wine skins, old. And rent. And bound up. So they took old bread. Old wine. And pretended to be ambassadors. And old shoes. And clotted them upon their feet. And old garments upon them. And all the bread. Of their provisions. Was dry and moldy. And they went to. Prince Joshua unto the camp of Gilgal and said unto him and to the men of Israel we have come from afar now therefore cut us a covenant with you or cut us a covenant with us so these niggas so give us food and drink no no they had fake they were close by, maybe close about three days' journey. They had, Hold on, they were close they by. Tried trick they tried to trick them. They tried to They felt like they came from a flight because they the stuff they, they tried. Had, yes, they had old oh shit, no clothes to make it look like. They really took old stuff. Yes, to make, to make, it, make it look it like, like. They traveled far so they could take pity on them and give them food and drink. Yeah, because they wanted to make it seem like they weren't close by because they knew that land belonged to them. One, and they was coming to get it. Two. And number three, they wanted to pretend like they came from far and they heard from afar and they were scared. And they was like, before they start taking over all the areas, because they knew they didn't have nothing to do with no old nations far away. This is why, you know, I ain't playing around with what I said earlier. (laughs) They were three days journey. Mm Hmm. (laughs) And playing games because they knew if they swore by the name of God, they had to uphold what? That covenant. Mm -hmm. This is why it tells you not to swear by the name of God falsely. Even though most of y'all niggas are lied to and told you you can't even do it. You can swear by the name of God. But the commandment is don't swear by his name falsely. Because you've staked his name on something. Don't use it when you trying to lie, basically. No, no. If you are lying. If, if you trying to lie. Because you staked his name on something. Yeah. You put a stamp on something. His name meant something. Nigga, it might not mean. Well, saying God now don't mean shit because that's a title. Swearing so when, when you You got to use the name of the God you're swearing on in order to give it credibility. Just saying, even though we don't know that today. Because when you say I swear on God, I'm like, who oh, God it is? What God is? It? Who you swearing on? What's his name? Who you talking about? We had a dialogue at work. And I tapped on it a little bit with my daughter. And and, and folks was upset. Cause one of the guys, he's a he's a um five percenter. And in 5% nation, they don't believe in God. They believe the black man is God. And and they trust in science. Because science is God. To them. But niggas, they read the Old Testament, which I... I mean, they read the Bible, which I think is weird. I'm like, this is... they're using a difference. (laughs) Yes. Which is the stupidest thing. But they're going by the shit the Muslims talk about, how... um, there was a, a first civilization and they go by them as the fall I mean the fallen are there or they are connected to the fallen and Adam is a new group, group of folks and and they was white people and and then they sent Ibrahim to teach them. I said, Oh so you gonna hold to the Hebrew stuff. You saying the Hebrew people was sent by um not Ibrahim, Moshe because he came from Egypt. So we on some Egyptian shit. Even though they believe the shit that... It. No, no, pause. Even though they believe the shit the white people concocted about that place over there. And they don't even know shit about Egypt here. And all the shit that that was found here in this motherfucker. I'm just saying. So, so re- basically all of their principles is based on a fake place that motherfuckers created. Because... Mind you now y'all go look this up for yourself. All of those supposed granite stones aren't granite, they made from seashells and shit. Yeah, I bet y'all ass didn't know that shit. Them shell stones that 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 over there on that fake them fake pyramids. They made from seashells. They made fake granite. Yeah. See, white people went and did then cut down the shit, looked in it under their microscope and realized that also yeah, like... no, but it's supposed to look like it's supposed to be limestone on the outside. So all this shit's fake. They made some fake shit, so it's, yeah, it's, it's fake city. Yep, yep, yep. It's not real, it's fake. So anyway, <laughs> <Surprise>. <laughs> they're cheap, they're pr- so, gonna... so their whole premise is based on some fake shit white people created, niggas. I'm just saying, I don't know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Anyway, moving on. Y'all think I'm y'all think I'm lying. I ain't lying. All you gotta do is look it up. Just moving on. So his he was frustrated because he said he feel like he has the whole his truth because he ain't there with the Christians, and every time he says something about his belief, people get mad. And, so, and I and so one day I pulled him aside because I had talked about this. This week we were talking and I, I told him that I said, listen, let me tell you what a rabbi said to me. I mean, not that he said it to me, but what the rabbi said that resonated with me. And I, I shared this before and was telling him that from that point on, he'd been speaking his truth. So he, he, he shared it with his therapist and then the therapist understood. She said even though she said as long as you ain't trying to convince me to change my shit, we good. Yeah, no, as long as you ain't. <laughs> and this is what I said in that room. I said all these Christians and their Bible beliefs. I said it's so funny that they cannot see that the children of Israel did not convert people, period. Now you might see um a discussion somewhere before the people come together and God give them, you know, instructions about stuff. That um Abraham, Isaac, them and stuff shared about God, but they weren't converting, they were just sharing about who he was. That's all it has been about. Now, what people misunderstand is the reason why all of the rules apply, it was because of being in the city. If your ass lived in the city, you upheld to the standards. Cause that was the only way to that shit didn't apply to nobody else, they ain't give a damn. That's the part that you don't get. See where the problem comes in is when the Pope said, I'm responsible for the world, and we're gonna tell the world how to think, feel, and believe in God. That's how we got here. With people trying to enforce you to believe some shit, it still go back to the Catholic Church. Even though Christians will tell you they have no holdings to their ears, but they showing the fuck follow all their doctrines. I'm just saying, niggas, don't get mad. Just look that shit up. That's why they don't teach you history, because they already know y'all has to go running like all the rest of the niggas. that be like, I don't believe in the Bible. Y'all go running off and learning shit, but you still don't have the discernment to decipher half of the weird shit they sent out you. Nor understand what I said a while back. Which is if the Catholic Church is is, uh, translating everything, goddamn. (laughs) (laughs) And they making it all look like them. And they known as the universal church from way back. Universal, niggas. It's all the same. Connected. So if it all looked like Christianity and walked like Christianity is still somebody still following something that's similar to it. It doesn't matter because we already know the Catholic did that with all the people, even though I don't believe that all the earth's religion was the same shit. I really don't. I believe after they started taking over shit, they did. <laughs> I think there was a twisting somewhere. I do. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because of some shit I'm gonna say later on. But moving on, cut a covenant with us. Swear on your God's name <clears throat> that you gonna set up a treaty and protect us, and we gonna do whatever you want, Nick. So sanctuary. Hold on, that is a covenant, is it not? They but that's for somebody. Within the gates, but give let's keep sanctuary. going. We've been traveling. No, no not give us sanctuary. Give our people sanctuary. Because we know you're going to decimate us and we don't want to die. Okay, yes. <laughs> and the man <laughs> of Israel and the um, Havarim or the Havites. Perchance you dwell among us. And how shall we cut a covenant with you? Just, I mean, if you're living with us, I mean, around us or among us, how can we cut a covenant with you? And they said unto Prince Yahshua, we are your servants. Say it one more time. (laughs) How, how we, I mean, just say you live amongst us and around us. So how is it that we, what kind of covenant, I mean, what, what, what kind of uh, deal we going to break with you? We going to be your servants. Mm-hmm. You yes. Yes, that's what they were. Because I, I love the way they just put servants, but it should just say fucking worker. That's, technically, serve, that's what serve, they were. They served
1: together. They had
0: servile work just like y'all ass do now. Y'all do servile work every goddamn day because you for work for somebody way. else. In yeah. order to live, we gotta work. This shit ain't new. The only difference is, is the Hebrews prayed, they asked at the end of the day. Niggas, you got to wait a whole week or two. Some people wait a whole month for you to get your check. But they stay outside. Yeah. No, they had to adhere to the principles. Yes. So if they was going to live in there, they was going to be converted. There was a certain place they had to be. Yes, they could not live within the gates. <laughs> yeah. They had to live on the outside. Because they couldn't buy land or have it. I already know. But but you would see, that's where all the white people got it from, huh? I keep telling y'all they took our culture and ran with it. Just saying, moving on. And they said unto Prince, there'll be servants, right? And Yahshua said unto them, who are you? And whence do you come? Where who are you and like, where did you come from? Who who, where is this nation? Um, who is that? Okay. okay. Knowing that these nations devised a plan to trick them into a treaty, the plan was so elaborate that they decided to put on torn and messed up clothes, old bread, and old wine and old shoes to make it look like they came far away. He right. No, he didn't. He didn't? They already knew their ancestors had taken the land unlawfully, as I stated before. Stolen land? That's no right. <laughs> exactly. It was stolen land. And that the people were reclaiming the land. That was coming them which was old unto them because that's truly it Basically, right these people tried to sneak in and form an alliance with these bigger people well see they were the, they stole the land but mind you, Israel wasn't the bigger people at the time, yeah, but still you know. These nations were established, and they were larger, and they had armies and everything. But it was stolen. It was stolen land. In order for them to not be attacked, they knew they tried to strike a deal and trick them into being in alliance with exactly, knowing full well that land ain't theirs. Now listen how these niggas go about it. this is how you know you dealing with some crafty ass niggas, right? Cause mind you, these are nigger nations. Yes, they are, you know. These are nigger nations. These are nigger nations. I'm gonna say it again. And they said unto him from a very far country. Your servants are come because of the name of Yahweh, Eloeka, Elueca. Right? The supreme one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Colon. Okay. For we have heard the fame of him. And all that he did in Mitzayim. Uh-huh. Okay. Egypt. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Putting on the airs here. Okay? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You putting on the what? I'm putting on the airs here. Putting on the airs here, yeah, huh? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Cause, cause they you're it on thick. It on you already thick. know what niggas do to other niggas. They know niggas can't, can't see when somebody's saying, oh, nigga. Shit, I oh. you know, you the bomb. You you feel me? That's it. Mhm. Woman, oh my god, baby, you 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 something, nigga man. Oh baby, you know you fine. Ooh, a man like me'll be lucky to be with you. <laughs> mhm. Okay. Your gang so so amazing, you work so hard, girl. They gaslight niggas. (laughs) What you have to understand is that they understood once them people made a vow by the name of Yahuwah, they had to uphold it. They couldn't break it. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. okay. mind you Joshua asked the question he didn't ask the people he did ask the people where they were from cause he wanted to know now when you done blew my hand up well, well, I mean you blowing up my hand now okay nigga where you from who, is it? who, who do you y'all come y'all from come? Wait, do? What, what, what is cause he, he was asking the right questions But after they hit him with the you know about your gun. You remember, you remember, you remember remember my favorite way. Pause. This is my favorite one. You was the nigga in the tank last night bragging about your no, he said you the motherfucker in the tank last night bragging about your limousine. What Eddie Murphy say? Motherfucker. Ma, Come on in. They coming on in and enjoying themselves. Do, do, do. Off his dime. Mm-hmm. It's been all, anyway. And he looking around. <laughs> yeah. Because he wasn't. Mm-hmm. But they knew if they give a... Nigga, that movie taught me a whole lot of shit about white people. They know if they give y'all ass some money. That you'll look low at the place where you came from. You ain't no greater person to see that shit than Michael Jordan's ass. I ain't one of y'all. Really, nigga? You the black? Okay, I'm... anyway. <laughs> right. Move on. You give a, a nigga that ain't hash shit something? Oh, man. They don't mind ele- elevating and leaving y'all ass behind? No, they don't. they going to step on you to get there, too. All right, now mind you so they washed over the answer by declaring some of their history along with professing to know who their God is they heard of him but they didn't know who he was hearing and knowing is two damn different things do you understand what I'm saying? Y'all have spiritual people around you all the time talking at biblical shit. But they actions don't show forth what they believe. I see it every day. Oh, God, it's good. And then two minutes later, oh, your fine ass, Dr. K, what the fuck, nigga, you disrespectful? Where we going with this bullshit? I hear them outside talking that bullshit, but in class it's a whole nother story. Because they know what they need to say in order to get what they want. Yes. You know. The place I work at provide a lot of things for those men. They get opportunities and chances that you wouldn't get outside anywhere else. And most likely, had it been a black organization, they damn sure ain't getting none of this shit they get. Those those guys are treated like kings there. Real shit. Anybody I know homeless, and your ass ain't got you, you got, you got some time to give. Maybe about three months. Nigga, they had you to be there, had a car, everything your ass need, goddamn, by the time you left that bitch, even your own place. Wow. Nigga, they got an attorney there working on the cases for you to d- diminish shit. It's a place to set up real good. Wow. But I'm glad God took me there because I needed to go see some shit. Because, mind you, I want my own organization. Get that. Like that. I needed to see it. I need to be in different places to understand how shit work. That's why I don't complain too much about when they move my ass around. All right. I told someone yesterday, anybody who opened up an organization or a business or anything... You have to know everybody's job because you never know what happens. Yes, true. Somebody don't show up. You can't get somebody to fill the position. Somebody got to work that job. Yes, true. Can't be niggas friends because they going to cakewalk all over you. So everybody got to get treated the same. So some people be in there, mad talking about my manager tripping and they won't give me what I want. It ain't your it ain't your business. So you don't get whatever you want. You can it's not, you can have it your way. It's a fucking job. It's not meant for you to have your way there. It's not your organization. You wanna run some shit, get your own shit. Black people have a fucked up way of viewing shit nowadays. Most niggas don't even stay on a job longer than 30 days around here. I ain't never seen no shit like that until I moved here. People and where I come from stay on their job alone. Only kids quit jobs. Grown people got kids and shit and responsibilities. You can't be quitting your job every 30 days. That shit don't even look on look right on your um on your on your resume just saying goddamn anyway moving on um so they washed over and answered the answer by declaring some of the history along with professing to know who they god was and the power of his might over the other nations that Israel had came up against everything we have to take away from this is the best liars always reveal or always have to le- have a level of truth to what they saying to you you hear me talk about it all the time a little loss i mean a little truth with a lot of lies Truth is easy. Certain truths are easy to search out, but the real truth takes some digging and they know y'all ass ain't going to do the work. Especially when that truth is pleasing to the ear. Because that will be the thing that draws you in and win you and catch your ass off guard. See, when you, when you speak into the arrogance of a person and you're bigging them up. They're going to forget about the rest of the shit you're trying to do to trick their ass. It's funny, though, about niggas. We always skeptical, skeptical over the right person that's doing right by you. But them sneaky motherfuckers, y'all, buy this shit hook, line, and sinker. Because y'all not used to people doing good things for you. But you're always used to motherfuckers doing some sneaky shit. Good intentions is always questioned by niggas. Yeah. Just saying, moving on. And all that he did to the king's of the Amari and beyond the Yarden to Ichan, uh, king of Heshban, and to Og, king of Bashan. And if you understand Og, king of Bashan, was a giant goddamn, and they took his ass out, you already know they ain't playing with no bullshit. So they know they god is something to be reckoned with when you take out a nation of fucking giants. Which was Astro That was the name of the nation, Nicole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The goddess. Yeah. Wherefore, our elders and all our inhabitants of our country spoke to us, saying, Take victuals. Oh, shit. Cheap-ass wine. with you for the journey and go meet them and say unto them we are your servants therefore now cut ye a covenant with us swear to us by your God you know the one the one that be doing all that shit cause we know y'all wouldn't be able to do it unless he was with you Hmm. this is our bread took hot for our provisions out of our houses on the day we came forth to go unto you. But now, behold, it is dry and it is moldy. Mind you, that's a semicolon. That's to help you to focus in on the fact that they trying to sell this ship, mm-hmm. And these wineskins, which we filled with were new and beheld, they be rent. And these are garments and our shoes are become old by reason of our very long journey. Lies. A little truth with a lot of lies. And the men took their victuals and asked not counsel at the mouth of Yahuwah. Mm -hmm. Meaning, niggas, they didn't consult God. <laughs> no, they went in, oh, okay, we just go do this. Did they seek God in this matter? No. No, we do shit, God damn it, and we don't seek God in the matter. I, mean, I bet mean, all y'all this. niggas be judging me in my relationship situation, but you always hear me say God said X, Y, and Z. Whether or not your ass believe it. Because oftentimes he put us in situations that that are not always fucking easy. But have a hell of a payoff. Sometimes we put our own ass in shit. Especially if we ain't ask God. Most relationships shit fuck. All relationships are, are taken without God in mind. Let alone praying through the shit while you in it. I talked to my boo so many times about learning to pray together through situations. so we can overcome shit because a couple that pray together overcome shit people can't get in between that y'all can't get in between that praying with your mate tear down walls of defenses that we fucking build up and if your mate won't pray with you nigga that's some, that's some hard shit Well, he's never stopped me from sending him prayers. Because I pray and send his ass a prayer every fucking time I feel like it. I'll give him that, at least. He's never rejected it either. When I've sent it. Only once when I told him you want me to pray for you, he was like, "No, I pray for myself." All right, goddamn. That's probably because he was mad at me that day. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! I ain't gonna pray with your ass. Just saying. The true lesson here is no matter what we're doing in our lives especially when other people are concerned and what I mean by that let me finish this point and then I go back. The greatest value is to seek God in it. Because some people are very crafty. And what I mean by when other people's Are concerned, or other people's lives are concerned. It's often because we think because someone says that they come in the name of God or they come in the name of your God that we serve the same God. And oftentimes we let our guard down for that term. That's why it's critical. In allowing yourself to let your relationship develop organically. And even the most cautious of us can be fooled without seeking God in it. And some of us make decisions in situations, even though it looks wrong, they assume that God is not in it because it goes based on your perception and not on what God has divulged to you or showed you. And when one finds out that they were tricked, okay, let me stop right there. What I mean by people and lives are, are, are part of it You've heard me talk about having like like situations and stuff that i I'm, I have access to and privy to it and I want to ask the boo or matter of fact, let me tell you something. Remember I told you how God was like, ooh, the man should come here and we gonna learn to work together and grow money and grow financially and progress. Before I said those words, even though I know God said it, I asked my kids. Cause they live here, did I not? Mm-hmm. They all agreed. I make no decisions about anything going on in this house without them knowing because it's going to do what impact their life. So they all were asked. He don't know that because it ain't his business for me to tell him that because he ain't in here yet. But I asked them and they were okay with it. Because their lives are impacted by somebody being in this house. Husbands and wives make decisions because they're together. So anytime in a relationship somebody makes decisions without consulting their spouse, they know they're wrong. Because somebody's life depends upon it. You can't make grand decisions without having conversations about somebody else's life being dependent upon it. Think about that. Even, even when you split up, having the conversation with the kids is critical because you need to understand. They need to know how their lives are being impacted and what's going to go on and how we're going to make this shit work collectively but motherfuckers break up and they don't give a shit they don't talk to the kids they don't have no dialogues with them about how shit's gonna work out and then they be in these relationships that's toxic and all they do is fight with each other and use their kids as pawns but those kids lives are being impacted by this shit every day so that tells you that these fucking parents are selfish because they rather hurt their children's heart and not even understand that's what they're doing It's the same thing with families getting involved in other families business because you don't know the history. And if you alleviate from historical facts, your judgments is going to be skewed. That's why our people had judges. So that you can lay down the fact. And it wasn't just one judge deciding the case. But see, y'all get a story about our history from Christians, and they didn't tell your story to you falsely. Moving on, goddamn. And when one finds out they are tricked, then they react without thinking. About the consequences of their actions, but with one, but with when that one reacts as if they have nothing to lose, even you lose. You, I mean, you lose even more than you've already lost with the person that tricked you. Especially when a nigga man Realized they've been tricked, or some shit didn't went down, they go berserk and act a fool. I told you my friend was treated unjustly. And he was. Now, if I was a red glass nigga woman saying, yeah, nigga, go on, do that shit. And and fuck that shit and get their ass. Because that's what nigga women do. I can imagine where he would be today from the event that took place this week. But I didn't. I said, no. You know. Whatever took place, God knows. And if it took place, it's for a purpose. I know y'all niggas don't want to hear that shit because y'all ass be mad and you be ready to do shit and pop off. Jiffy popcorn, niggas. I used to tell the Buddha all the time. He'd be mad as a motherfucker. By the end of the day, he be did like cool down, but and you got too much to lose. You have a kid that depends on you. You can't be doing shit when you got shit to lose. Your reactions gonna be different when you let people take you down to their level with the same actions they gave towards you. You done already said your God ain't shit. Because truly, that's a truth nonetheless. Because if you really trusted in him, you know he going to handle the situation, especially when you know you ain't done shit wrong. And if it looked like they won today, they ain't going to win forever. What am I supposed to gain from this or what did I might have done wrong? Okay, you'd allow this to happen. Show me what I need to do now. But I know, niggas. Most of us, we couldn't handle them words. Moving on. And Yahshua made peace with them. And cut a covenant with them. To let them live. And the peace... Of the assembly swore unto them. Ah oh, shit, niggas! I bet y'all asses on the edge of y'all seat, probably like, oh shit, what God do? It don't happen now. It happened way later on when the motherfuckers living in there doing all the shit they do later on. But it's gonna, have, it ain't gonna pack them right now. It's gonna pack them later on though. And it came to pass at the end of three days after they had cut a covenant with them, that they heard that they were their neighbors and that they dwelt among them. And the children of Israel journeyed and came unto their cities on the third day. Now their cities were Gideon and Kifiri and Perion and Kwe and Yerim. <laughs> and the children of Israel smote them not because the princes of the assembly had sworn unto them by Yahuwah Elohi of Israel. To keep the word. And the assembly and all the assembly murmured against the princes. the fuck y'all niggas did. Mind you now, in all the nations they had came across, they had booty to get. Not that kind of booty, niggas. Oh, this Stuff. This is, the, this is a different murmuring than they did in the wilderness with Moses and God. That murmuring was like, oh my God, like you didn't pull this out of here. Like God, oh my God, God. It wasn't the same kind. This moment was, was just, it was justified. What they were complaining about was justified because they were right. Because they made decisions without what? Thinking about them. Nor did they consult with the people what they should do. They just made decisions without asking God or the people. See what happened when y'all make decisions? Without asking, folks, nigga, me and y'all make decisions, and then y'all wife be at home mad, lip curled up, talking shit, and she mad at your ass for weeks at end, because you done did some shit without asking, vice versa. Kids, same shit. Pump you up some bad choices. That, yeah, they pumped their head up. Think about it. There was land promised that they won't be getting. Because they promised it. Mm-hmm. You know, leave no, notice it was like a couple of cities that was part of these folks. Yeah. Okay. That was a lot of land, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the people won't be getting the land now, will they? Nope. They broke bread with the people. They were supposed to be getting the animals and the shit. They ain't going to get that either, either. Nope. Mm-hmm. All right, now. And not only that, that was a huge embarrassment to the people. Amen. <laughs> but all the princes said unto all the assembly, We have sworn unto them by Yahuwah Elohim of Israel. Now, therefore, we may not touch them. This we will do to them. We will even let them live. Least wrath be upon us because of the oath we swore unto them. Mm-hmm. Father God in heaven. Niggas. Have you ever known you made a promise to somebody, goddamn? Without consulting. Without consulting God. And some niggas be like, I promise to God. and now I swear, I'm going to do it. and then when y'all ass didn't do it all motherfucking hell broke loose but I know most of y'all niggas probably didn't really pay attention but I'm gonna know if y'all ass gonna pay attention now to the promises you made cause I know some people that makes some motherfucking promise to my ass that it didn't uphold just completely went left with the the promise (laughs) just saying cause you heard me say it he told me he was coming I prepared the house for him and he never showed up. Moving on, ladies, goddamn. And the princess said unto them, Let them live, but let them be hewers of wood and drawers of water unto all the assembly. And the princess had promised them. Chop the wood, nigga. Cha cha. Get the wood, nigga. Back. Here. Get the wood, nigga. Chopper. You messed us. You messed this is you no, no, work. no, no. See, the people never said they was gonna be slaves. They professed themselves that we gonna be be your slaves. Get it in. Not mm-hmm. just slaves. We gonna be your servants because mm-hmm. they didn't say slaves. They so said we gonna be your servants. We gonna serve you. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, niggas. You gonna be <laughs> chopping all the wood in the it city hurt. and bringing all the water it's what you gonna do. You the water bringers. You're part of the deal. And the wood the choppers. They do it. Uh, you said you need some water, Bob? Nigga. Hey, ain't do go get that nigga some, do, some you water. You say can't do nothing about it. You said it cold in here? Nigga, go chop that wood. Cause you what? already know niggas messy. Especially after they yeah, ass didn't get, get what the they hell they, they wanted. Oh, you already know them niggas gonna be, they gonna be joking. <laughs> you already know this petty shit going on. Nigga, get my food. Not tell you to jump that motherfucking nigga and get the okay. water. Oh, thirsty, nigga, you thirsty? That nigga thirsty. Get this nigga some water. We didn't want you, <laughs> isn't here in the first place? No, okay. He's working. Right Just put you to work. <laughs> okay. Okay. And Israel call, and Yeshua called for them, and he spoke unto them, saying, Wherefore have ye beguiled us? Saying, We are very far from you when ye dwell among us. Now therefore ye are cursed. Oh no no, nigga, no. This Joshua. This like Moses speaking now. Oh, you playing games, right? So you want to play this game with us. Now you cursed. Mind you, he cursed them. By god. They tricked us, right? Yeah, you tricked us now. Now you cursed. And there shall none of you be freed from being bondmen and hewers of wood and drawers of water for the house of my God. So you don't have to work under us forever. Since you want to play the game, is, nigga, you now you're work, now you there work is forever. A when you see, <laughs> nigga, the, <laughs> listen, pause. When you see the Psalms 83 game, The niggas that took our ass into slavery, the ones that had to set up for our ass, this one of these niggas. Y'all cursed to be our servants. Oh, yeah, nigga. All right. The descendants. The descendants, niggas. See, when I said, (laughs) be careful what the fuck you do. Now, these folks was cursed to be servants. But later on, niggas, they set our ass up to be what? A whole nother kind of slave. Because this shit was unheard of then. Father God, what was it? See what happened when you leave the senders? all salty and shit? When they wasn't thinking about them being the motherfuckers that said themselves that they was going to be the servants. And now since you're going to say you're going to be servants, now you're going to be servants forever, niggas. But mind you now, as they were coming against us and being sneaky, the same motherfuckers end up with servitude right with our ass as they were setting our ass up. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. In the same boat. This is why you assume that all folks that adopt are, are niggas are still Jews. They're not. Some of these niggas, these rats, these informants, still live amongst your ass. Just saying. (laughs) You wonder why black people can't get along? Because y'all ass them bought into some shit called racism. And race don't exist. Nigga, I was dreaming this shit in my dream. I was having this conversation in my dream today. When I was having this dialogue and saying some shit was subconscious. It was a subconscious ass fucking dreaming ass day. Anyway, moving on and they answered Yahshua and said because it was certainly told your servants how Yahuwah commanded his servants Moshe to give you all the land and to destroy all the inhabitants of the land from before you therefore we were so afraid of our lives because of you and have done this thing and now, behold, we are in your land. Or we are in your hand. Colin, pay attention. Huddle up, niggas. Something really important is next now. As it seemed good and right unto you to do unto us, do it. Whatever you seem that is right for what we did, then just go ahead and do it. We okay with that? He cursed them, and their forefathers said, "Well, if that if that's what you see is right, then we okay with that. Long as we got our lives, we good." Okay. All right. See y'all. All right. Moving on. I guess I'd rather be a servant than dead. Now i draw the water and chop your wood. That's what I got to do. Whatever. And so did he unto them. Because mind you, he, he embarrassed now. He did this thing. He's the leader. He didn't even see this shit coming. Now he is embarrassed. Imagine how the people looking at him. You're supposed to be leading us. Here here you go. You, you didn't got food. How you listening? How God told you to do something here? here. Nick- you already know how niggas are. We talking all I'm the God, shit I'm in the, sure. the land. Niggas talking about <laughs> too. Hi, Nigga, all you oh, hear is this nigga Joshua, goddamn. This nigga oh, Joshua, Joshua, nigga. These the niggas. Side-eyed in the Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> you already know it, This nigga embarrassed his hell. But I'm gonna tell you how gangster this nigga is. Hold on. And Joshua made them that day hewers of wood and drawers of water for the assembly and for the altar of Yahuwah. Even unto this day in the place where he had chosen the altar of Yahuwah, meaning you know to to cut the wood that they needed to burn upon the altar Mm -hmm. for the for the temple. <clears throat> and the water they needed for there. So they really, they, they had a lot of folks. They had they had daily stuff to do. You feel me? Yeah, them chores was deep. Them chores was deep. Let's get to it. And it came to pass that Adonai, or King Sadek, King Ayusoleim, had heard How Yeshua had taken Ai and had utterly destroyed it. And he had done to Jericho and their king. So he had done in Ai and their king. And now the inhabitants of Givon had made peace with Israel and were among them. Now this nigga then took out all the folks and these motherfuckers and went out here and made peace with their ass and became their fucking friends. Hmm. Okay. And they feared greatly because Gideon was a great city and was of royal cities and because it was greater than I and all... Men thereof were mighty, mean, and strong. Where Adonai, Prince Zedek, King of Yerusha'lin, sent Yerusha'lin, Ah, uh, La'in, sent unto Home, King of Chevron, and unto Param. King of Yeramat and to Yapaka, I mean um, Yafaya, King of Lakishi, and unto Derik, King of Elgon, saying, Come up unto me and help me, that we might smite Gideon, for it has made peace with Yashua and with the children of Yarus. Israel. So now look at the other nation. Now y'all asked them went out here and made peace, or they could have said these niggas beat our ass to this. This was a great ass idea. Why the fuck did we think of this shit? You don't know. He didn't say. All they know was, these niggas went out here and made a deal. Goddamn, and they bigger than we are. What we going to do if they come together this shit? We ain't got no beef with Israel yet. We just going to get them. Because <laughs> they know if they attacked Israel, it was going to be over. <laughs> Mind you the thinking. Yeah, we ain't fucking with them. We know what they got to do. We ain't even going to do this. We just going to take their ass out real quick for doing this shit. Therefore, the five kings of the Imarim and the king of uh, Yerushilim and the king of Hebron and the king of Yarmuth, and the king of Lekashi and the king of Egon or Eglon gathered themselves together and went up, they... And all their host and encamped before Gibeon and made war against it. And the men of Gibeon sent unto Prince Joshua to the camp of Gilgal, saying, Slack not your hand from your servants, come up to us quickly and save us and help us. Hmm. Pay attention. For all the kings of Imarim that dwelt. And the mountains are gathered together against us. So Yahshua ascended from Gigao. He and all the people of war with him and all the mighty men of valor. And Yahuwah said unto Prince Yahshua, fear them not, for I have delivered them into your hand there shall not be a man of them stand before you and Yahshua before came unto them suddenly and went up from Gilgal all night and Yahuwah discomforted them before Israel and slew them with a great slaughter at Gibeon and chased them along the way that goes up to Bet-Kerah and smote them at Ass Q now made me think of the Aztecs. Just just thought. And uh Mig mm. Mik Now imagine he ain't as good. And he didn't make it a loss against him. Because we make mistakes. And he knew his heart. And he walked in accountability. Within that relationship. <clears throat> it's, it's understanding that the accountability that you have in your relationship with God. You know who he is and how he operates in your life. Right? You know him and you know what he's done. You always hear me say this. I know my God. I know how he operates. Can't nobody tell me nothing different because I know what he's done for me. Can't nobody take that away. I always have something to fall back on because I know even in the midst of shit and I know I might not always do the correct thing but I still know how he operates on my behalf because he knows my heart toward him. Niggas. Something he said to me last night is I was laying here praying about something, and I was just saying, wow, you going to do that for me. And he said, once you made a decision to do what I told you to do, that was the step in the right direction, which is why I began to move on your behalf. As long as you continue on in the right direction, you ain't got to worry about nothing. My heart was disquieted because I was consulting him on the matter. And I was still in a reluctant stage about the matter because of what I'm seeing versus what he said. And he even understand that about us. That oftentimes we're looking at a situation based on what is presented versus what he said was going to take place. Because he understands that human aspect of us. Even though he does know that I trust him. Just saying. It makes a difference when you're attempting in the right direction. He will show up for you. In our community, we have this idealistic ideology that we can do it on our own by the works of our hands. By the works of our own hands. We got this. We don't need nobody. I can do it by myself. I don't need nobody. I'm going to do this all by myself. I don't need nobody. That's a common theme in the black community. How often do you hear that shit? I don't need nobody. I can do this. And oftentimes, niggas, no the fuck you can't. The problem with us is we always choose the right people to be by our side. We don't always choose the right people to be by our side. Let alone consult God and the people that we should have by our side. We just let dumb motherfuckers the defuck us ass every time. We will trust them to do the right thing by us. Even though they have showed us time and time again that they just won't do it. I had this conversation this morning with my auntie about my mama who's supposed to be coming here again. And she, didn't talk me into taking her down to my grandma's house. Yeah, we'll talk about that shit later. Cause most of our people we be they they they'll they come from that Christian perspective. Well it's your family, it's your mom. You gotta, you know, try to work things out, she's still alive. And God didn't tell me she'll never change. And every time I stick my hand out, I get fucked every time. But nobody else can take her home. So you already heard me say it. I don't hate my mom, but she need me, so therefore I'm gonna do it. That's one word I'll stand by. So I told her to tell her I take her. Tell my nigga Keisha, you coming with me, Keisha? Ain't gonna be nothing nice. So I came to Keisha. Keisha's like, I will come with you, girl. I do not to be to take her ass to me. I take no. Keisha ass with me to take my mama to my grandma's house, nigga. that would be the worst no. thing happen. Keisha be to cuss everybody's ass out. She ain't got no filter. No, yeah. That's gonna be the longest and three this? and a half hour ride I'm gonna have. When is this? Man. I don't know, nigga. I don't even know. I don't be praying about it, goddamn nigga. Goddamn it, nigga. it, Anyway, y'all keep me in prayer because that's going to be a long-ass matter. Anyway, getting to it now, goddamn. So, um, idealistic. Yes. Hold on. Pause, niggas. I got to pause for a minute. I swear to God, he be always doing some shit when niggas ain't ready. big picture, you know?
1: Okay, so I decided to go ahead
0: and get started on uh, going to let y'all in on this shit, because niggas, niggas. You need it. Maybe you need something from it. You never know. Niggas crying and shit, niggas. Yeah, see, there you go. You might need something from it. Let Listen, y'all. Listen. Let go of some stuff. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know It's going to be a long fucking three hours. That's one. I guess I didn't deal with the shit with my dad. It's time for me to deal with this shit. This is long fucking overdue. You deal with it in yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry, y'all. This is... this is. I was sitting here talking to her. I was like, this is what happened when y'all just make de- declarations without thinking about shit. But truly... Based on my, the relationship she had with my sister, I know my sister would never step up for her the way she needs if something ever happened yeah, to her. So I always knew I was going to be the person that had to take take care of her. If something happened to her to the point where she needs somebody to look after her, I already knew that was going to be my job. Because my sister already said she wasn't fucking doing it. <clears throat> and they know who to ask. They always know. I ain't ready for this shit. I ain't ready for none of this shit. Once again, my best friend ain't nowhere to be found with this shit. Well, it's about time. You're getting up there, you know. Some things is coming for you. You gotta let some stuff go. I feel scores. like God dangled the house carrot, like nigga. Business, <laughs> business situations. Sweet. Look at that. Not like nigga, God. Yeah, you see that where it's gonna go? Business situation. We have business talks next week. Yeah, yeah. See, <sighs> there you go. Got all these new things coming in. <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> you gotta <laughs> let go some of that burden. smell some all of that. Most of that stuff was her doing anyway. So. Oh, yes. Niggas, it'll be fast. <laughs> I swear to God, it's going to be a faster, and fast. Wait, niggas need to fast. Because nigga, it's Go you going to be like, you're going to be real this fasting. And then you're going to have your hair covered and your oil already. Nigga, then... you don't understand. I got so much anxiety about this shit right now. Today, right now. That shit hit me like, Damn, nigga. I know. I know. Damn. Yeah. It's been a long time coming, though. Seriously, though. Okay, pause. Seven hours later. Niggas. Oh, goddamn, niggas. nigga's. We had to pause for a moment. Man, yeah, man. Yeah. We had to pause longer for a moment, nigga. There's a lot going on behind the scenes. <laughs> 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 yeah. Nothing that I think can laugh about this shit, Diggie. Uh, still like this. nigga said there was a lot going on behind the scenes. See, yeah, some technical difficulties going on behind yeah, the technical scenes. technical difficulties, Diggie. We went down. Uh, okay, yeah, Back mental difficulties tonight. going on in, this, in the background, sh- you know. I <clears throat> I babe, you thought it was over. Here we go again. do, do. do. Nigga, we went down memory lane like a bitch today, goddamn. Someone did. Nigga. (sighs) I don't believe you can tell me the whole thing one day. Ooh, the whole thing, nigga? The whole thing. Oh, that's a whole ugly truth. Yeah, I know. Hmm. Yep. Yep, that's gonna be out. This nigga said it's gonna be a hell of a volume book. Oh god!
1: I'll
0: be the first one to read it. Yes, might write it, nigga. Shit, your ass might write it. Just saying, nigga, wait till I'm dead, nigga, goddamn it, to write this. To I don't do know if I want to deal with half of the shit I'd experienced to see that shit and have to deal with other motherfuckers knowing my business and shit. I already tell the truth, nigga. This is a hell of a truth to tell. <sighs> to dad, don't wanna I want to do I want I, to I, I was telling my um, the, the baby girl that I tried to work uh, yesterday in my, in, about Jason. She was like, he sounded like a cool person. I said, yeah, and that nigga say some fucked up shit at times. <laughs> she said, what? I said, yeah, that nigga told me that my life was boring. That wasn't, I, I, had, I had not a book in myself to write Ugh. that anybody would even equate to. Oh, oh don't bring it up. I was going to be mad. <laughs> I was doing the whole goddamn day you were telling me that wait, what, what? Wait, what? I, I don't have anything in this nigga? This nigga said. This nigga Doing said. the whole day. This nigga, this so bad. This nigga said. We going to get to it after this. This nigga said. I mean, I get you graduated and got a PhD. Oh, and all. my God. No, no, nigga. You just graduated. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga said. I get you graduated and got a PhD and all. But you kind of like shuttle through that. First of all, I was like, pause? clearly, pause, pause. Because you got to be smart enough to be able to shuttle through getting a PhD, nigga. That ain't some shit you just get like, oh, you just shuttle through. You got to be a smart motherfucker to not really have to do a whole lot of work. Just saying. Is that not the truth? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, you you gotta be a smart and divisive ass motherfucker not to really have to do work, which I didn't. I was a smart nigga. I do believe in working smarter and not harder. Goddamn, I was repeating the shit I already did before, mind you. I ain't, no, mind you, I have two degrees in psychology, so all I did was repeat the shit I did already. Some of the particulars weren't all different, but niggas. I saved my papers. They were mine. I wrote the motherfuckers. All I did was tweak them because they were longer than. It not even like that The fact that you still get out because more people quit. Yeah, your grand, your granddad said Along the way, first of all, I was yeah, going yeah, through a PhD. divorce when I was getting my PhD. PhD. That's one. And being broke and not having a job. Exactly. So yeah, it was a whole lot going to fuck on in my life at the time. Exactly. But I guess when he's seen, or what he's seen is being laxed. Right, And me not actually working as hard that he assumed that I should have worked. It still speaks to the quickness of what I came through with it. Because I did do the work. You did. I did pass the classes. You did. I just didn't work fucking hard. Yeah, you work smarter, not harder. I'm still the same way today. I'm an intelligent woman. Did you know? I'm I'm very divisive in what I do. And mind you, I deal with a whole lot of people and do a whole lot of work and assistance for a whole lot of people and it still don't take me a lot uh, uh, of time to put forth projects and shit that I do still to this day. I'm just good at what the fuck I do. I find basic, uh, I find an easy way to get a job done and I'm going to go in there and make that shit work for me. That's just how I work. See, smarter. And so to some people, it looks effortless. But to anybody that comes seek my assistance, damn, sure ain't. Just saying. You know, wow, a lot of <laughs> Nick, I'm really serious. You know, wow, lots of folks. It's very effortless to people who are around me to see it. But if somebody had to do what I did, It ain't going to be as effortless. Because I thank God for being blessed with the mind I have. I also pray a lot. Nigga, God just make ways. I mean, it's when you serve a God that's uh, that's amazing. He knows how to help you get to to, to things. This is why our ancestors never really had to work when their life was right with God. I'm about to tell you. you I'm about to show you right now how much they didn't have to work. Hold on. And it came to pass, as they fled from before Israel and were in the going down of Beth Haran, that Yahuwah cast down great stones from heaven upon them unto Aska, and they died. Meaning these niggas didn't have to do shit. God already helped them out. Just like that. Colon, pay attention, huddle up. They were more... Which were dead with hailstones than they whom the children of Israel slew with swords. So basically, he did the work for them. All they had to come in and do was finish them. <laughs> finish them. <laughs> so I'm going to say it again. When you work with him appropriately, niggas, it ain't much you got to do. I always understood my relationship with God got me indoors, helped me get into places and things and situations and circumstances that I had never would have gotten in without him. You have always heard me give him the credit to do it. It's your trust and relationship in God that gets shit done for you that you don't never even motherfucking have to do. Matter of fact, it's shit that happens for people around my ass because I'm in their life. The praise you pray over, folks, healings that get bestowed upon them that you do. I ain't nobody. But the God I serve is mighty. <laughs> nigga, that's a t-shirt. <laughs> you like that shit down. nigga? Write like that shit now. I ain't nobody, but the God I serve is mighty. Yeah, that means a t-shirt right now. <laughs> then spoke Yahshua unto Yahuwah in the day when Yahuwah delivered up Imarim before the children of Israel. And he said... In the sight of Israel, sun stands still upon Gibeon, and you moon in the valley of Elion. He said unto God, right? He prayed to God. God, Father, make the sun stand still and that the moon don't move. This looked like a command, right? He commanded it. No, he didn't command God. He ain't. He ain't stupid. He know better. But it was a prayer, because it said he asked God or he spoke to God. This tale appears to come from the Toltec mythology, related to us by the Aztecs, and preserved in later Mexican sources. I cannot pronounce that name. Your source cities, almost certainly Fernando de Alva Cortez, whatever that person's name is, in an early modern native historian from New Spain, he wrote that in the years 8 Toltec, which was 1,347 years after the second calamity. And 4,779 years since the creation of the world, it is recorded in their history that the sun stood still one natural day without moving. And the myth evolved wherein a mosquito saw the sun suspended in the air in a pensive mood and said, Lord of the world, why are you standing still? That is not what the fuck they said, and I'm sure they tweaked this shit for y'all benefit, so y'all can make beliefs and bullshit. Because why in the fuck are they they talking to 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 God as the Son, or the term is Lord here? <coughs> but it sure do make sense if he said. Lord, command the sun to stand still. Mm-hmm. Like Yahshua said. Because it's showing sure the fuck, sound very fucking similar. It sure does. Why are you doing the work you are supposed to do? Do you want to destroy the world as before? And the mosquito said, many other things to the sun. But the sun still did not move. The mosquito then stung the sun on the leg. On the leg? I ain't right, got time. And seeing the leg had been stung. But you know how the ancestors had these colloquial terms. Because you'll see certain things being stated or certain analogies being spoken. But hold on. Um, <clears throat> in the in the um, in the thomas. Cause I just found out there was a, uh, 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 Jerusalem Talmud before, before Babylon? the Babylonian Talmud. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, nickel. I pre yeah, Babylonian, which is the one that's probably most vital unto us. So I need to find out which one that one is and get it. Um, and the sun be, be uh, began again to move along its course as before. This is clearly the same story described in the link preceding paragraphs, making it clear as it was, at least throughout he was writing about the beliefs of the Toltecs, the story of the Toltecs. This is the Toltec story, not the Aztecs, because the Toltecs was before the the Aztecs. Uh huh. Anyway, I thought it was interesting to go look up and see if there was a similar story in the Native American history, which it was. The sun stood still for a whole day, as it stated in the Bible, and the sun stood still and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the Sefer of Yeshar? Or in the it says, is it not written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of the heaven, and haste not to come down for a whole day. Meaning the sun paused and didn't move for a whole twenty four hours. Goddamn. But see, I bet you your scientists would be like, no, nah, that could never happen. But here you go, a whole nother All people right, huh? making the same okay. statement for a whole 24 hours high noon. Right. Weird. But it's a proof that it did happen. It did happen. There's lots of Another things. story telling it, right? <laughs> We're talking about the power of prayer. But it's not just about the power of prayer. It's about the power of praying to the right God. So that many people... Like, it proved how the Bible... Uh, so many people like to prove how the Bible is not scientific. But now, niggas... The modern scientists actually are. You know why? Because they're so far removed from the lies of their motherfucking ancestors. The deep. Mm-hmm. Sea creatures coming out of shit and motherfuckers ain't never seen before. All of a sudden, nigga. Nigga, just now, did, did I send you the thing? No. Did I send you the article? About, About in in um, in, in uh, Las Vegas, a motherfucking 10-foot man came up out the goddamn sky and rested on somebody's goddamn yard. Called the police, nigga, and the police came out. The guy that did the um discussion said his his um one of his police buddies saw the shit coming down out the sky. Now you already know I don't believe in motherfucking aliens, so I know they playing tricks and shit. But I'm just saying. Said it was it had big old eyes, uh, and a big ass head. But you know. 10 foot man. It was a ten foot man. The dude came back and said that that there was another guy who went to the place to see who it was and interview the guy, and he said the imprint was still in the grass. So they didn't speak to it. Well, they took pictures of it, but the police said they couldn't show it. Sure, all right, okay. I mean, they might have. I don't know. They might have. I don't know. No motherfuckers been talking about all these giants. Goddamn. Okay. Uh, I mean, mind you, now before we moved here, they was down there in Antarctica looking for them, them giants encased in them. that ice. Them. You best believe the motherfuckers is no them. longer in the ice now. Goddamn. <laughs> and, no, because remember, I sent you the article of the whole, like a mile or something odd. Dash of this big ass gap in between the ice wall. I hear you. Where they said that the, the sea life is the reason why the shit's being split. No, nigga, them motherfuckers, they don't let them, they don't let the motherfucking giants out and whatever the fuck that was else in that goddamn ice. I, <laughs> I know y'all think I'm crazy, but I'm telling you, I have like the dude at my job. I have scientific articles on this shit from their proof of demons and a whole bunch of other shit. But our ass don't read no scientific articles. I didn't sent people videos of these folks talking about these demonic non seeing ass entities they've been fucking around with. I remember I said that shit to Bishop. Bishop was like, what the fuck is that? I said, nigga, they just said they playing around with demons. Niggas, they friends with they ass. They out here making deals and doing shit with them. I don't understand how you don't understand this shit. We all should be fucking thinking some type of way, goddamn, Because you already know this shit is against our ass because they know the fuck we are. And they know we know. You wonder why all our folks is starting to act foolish, nigga. Somebody sent me an article today of two black people doing shit black people don't do. They killed their mama and roasted her, cut her into pieces with a chainsaw and roasted her ass on the barbecue. Niggas don't do that. Mind you, this is shit our folks don't do. You mean to tell me alright now, you can't tell me this ain't no spiritual motherfucking warfare goddamn. That's it. It's shit we ain't never done before. It's like somebody flipped a squ- switch and the things white people do niggas is doing and the things niggas used to do white people do. And if y'all ass can't see that shit, I don't know what the fuck to say. I'm not even lying. I've been paying attention to all kinds of shit. We ain't seen shit yet. No, go, because God, I know what God said. A friend of mine called me today. He was like, dang, they didn't killed some more folks today. I said, he already told me that our our men's blood would be running in the streets. We ain't seen shit yet. And it's at our own motherfucking hands. They want to kill off the black man so... They can impregnate your daughters. And the ones that's left. They want to turn them into girls. Because notice the sale. On transgenderism. Is more focused on black men. Than black women. They don't show many. Gay women. They show gay white women. But mostly. You only see black men. You can't! Alright, now. Moving on, shit. Uh uh-uh, uh. Because you know I go down the damn rabbit hole with that bullshit. Anyway. The power of prayer. Whew. Yeah, I said it was sure to fuck historically correct. It is. But it also shows it shows the child of God and the capabilities they have when they align themselves with him correctly. Remember he said, put me to the test. It shits off Fix it with him. Fix it with him. There is no other way for me to say it. Fix it with God. It shits off in your life. And you know there were things that you should have done and that you should not have done. Make the corrections so that he can show himself strong in your life. And there is no day like that before it or after it that Yahuwah hearken unto the voice of a man. Ruach Adam, the spirit of man. For Yahuwah fought for Israel, and Joshua returned in all of Israel with him unto the camp of Gagal. And these five kings fled and hid themselves in a cave at Mishchah. And it was told to Joshua, saying that the five kings were found hid in a cave at Makadah. And Joshua said, roll great stones upon the mouth of the cave and let men buy it for to guard them. Roll the stones, huh? To the mouth of the cave where the king lived. That's that's Yeshua, huh? See where they took the story from? (laughs) Mic drop, niggas. Just saying. And they, and stay ye not, but pursue after your enemies, and smite them the hitmost or the hindmost of them, suffer them not to enter into the cities; for Yahuwah elooka has delivered them unto your hand, and it came to pass when Yeshua and the children of Israel had made an end of slaying them with a great slaughter till they were consumed, and the rest which remained of them entered. Into force uh, fenced cities, and all the people returned to the camp to Prince Yeshua at Makadeh in peace. Colon. None moved his tongue against any of the children of Israel after seeing the sun stand still for fucking twenty four days. I mean, I'm sorry, twenty four hours. What the hell will you say to them, folks? What are you gonna say? Yeah. Shit. Your guy got power, nigga. Hellstones came out and killed off most of the motherfuckers and the few that was left, nigga. Goddamn. I mean, really. Then said, Yahshua, open the mouth of the cave and bring out these five kings unto me out of the cave, and then did so and brought the four. Those five kings into him out of the cave, and the king of um, Shalim, the king of Hebron, and the king of Yermoth, and the king of Lakash, and the king of Eglon. And it came to pass when they brought out <clears throat> those kings unto Prince Joshua, that Yahshua called for all the men of Israel. And said unto the captains of the men of war, which went with him, come up near, put your foot on the necks of these kings. And they came near and put their foot upon the necks of the kings. Now I bet you say that was disrespectful. But remember, these niggas didn't start the war. Remember, these niggas devised that they was going to come with the fuckery. So them putting the foot on their neck represented something. For example, in basketball Pat Riley told the guys, Pat Riley is the the, the, the was the coach of, of the Lakers told the guys that when them niggas fall down on the ground, not them niggas cause he ain't say that, but when they fall down on the ground, don't reach your hand out to help them up. Leave him on the ground. Okay. Remember, um, <clears throat> I was about to say Martin Luther King, but no. Um, what's the boxer name? Muhammad. Uh, Muhammad Ali. You know he talked so much shit. He liked to get in his opponent's heads, but this nigga was so dangerous. He went into the camp of of um, I, th- I forgot who uh, Joe Frazier's camp, right? And he talked shit. You can't beat me. I'm pretty, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. This nigga went in the camp. While he was out there getting ready, he was taunting they ass at the camp. Even in the military, it's the same thing, is it not? I remember my daddy said, as soon as they came on the, on the, on the thing, um, when they was getting ready for the Vietnam War, he said they demoralized the people. Call them dogs. Depersonalize them. Mind you, we was talking about this too. Yeah, um, this week, why are we talking about speaking this truth and everything? And, and, and um, how people... Um, speaking their truth does not have to be offensive. Or disrespectful. And I said... The, my daddy told me about how the military depersonalize them and call the people dogs and and, and set up in their mind and depersonalize them I said mind you they train them to depersonalize people but they don't unprogram them so they go into war especially the longer they stay in the military the more this mindset set in and normally when you meet these folks, they some of the most arrogant niggas you ever meet. The longer a person stayed in the military, they are normally the most arrogant people. Narcissist. They, you narcissistic. Narcissist. They train them. And if they was in special forces and shit, it's even worse. Oh, yeah, Because they were the lowest of the men. The most unintelligible men are accepted in the Marines. Mm-hmm. The most intelligent are in the... in the um. In the uh, Air Force and the Navy. But the most stupidest or the lowest IQ is in the Marines. They're just the muscle. Yeah, that's all it is, is the muscle. <laughs> Y'all think I'm being mean. I ain't lying. This is the truth. Go look it up. You had to, like, the score that you score on your, um, whatever they call that thing, Ace Fab or some shit they call that they take to, and get in the military the most highest people score get to go in the, um, you can go into the air force. My aunt was in the air, force. Mm-hmm. the air force. The most intelligent get in the air force and the most of the intelligence. That's how y'all has get to NASA. <laughs> Cause you gotta be in the air force to get the NASA. True. True. Just saying, just saying moving on. And Yashua said unto them, fear not, nor be dismayed. Be strong and of good courage, for thus shall Yahuwah do to all your enemies against whom you fight. He had to rail ass out, and you already know he had to make up for the bullshit he did before. <laughs> Cause they done lost their faith in his ass. Oh, you gotta find in You understand. I have them oh, them again. You understand me? Put your foot on these niggas neck. Show 'em who our guard is. God is, goddamn just saying <laughs> and after uh yeshua smoked them and slew them and hanged them on a five on five trees and they were hanging upon the trees until evening what, what? was it what you say ah. <sighs> you say is that the jesus you ni- say? five trees, trees until evening nick hung, on trees. hung them hung on the trees like trees. Trees? what, what? Was it? Trees. Father. Is this is the Jesus story, niggas? Oh shit niggas. Nice. Trees, niggas. Till evening. Wasn't he hung on a tree till evening? Yes he was. Oh father, what was it? Yes, yes. It, is. this is this how this nigga seriously wrap this shit in here by telling you Yahshua, Jesus? Cause that's Joshua's name. Yashua. Yes. What was it? Father? Oh shit, niggas. <laughs> by telling you where this nigga Marciana Sinopole got the fucking story from, niggas? Yeah, yeah, he got it right there. Right there. Was he not the king of the Jews? Eh? Hung on the tree? Yeah. Mic drop, niggas. <laughs> oh, father! What was it? Just saying, goddamn. I know y'all niggas can't stand me, but it's gonna be alright. And it came to pass at the time... Of the going down of the sun that Yahshua commented and took them, uh, commanded and took them down off the tree. What was it? it. Isn't that what happened to Jesus, this? Yeah. Which means he had a sentence of death that was unjust. I mean, that it wasn't unjust, it was justified based on the Hebrew culture. Nigga. What was it, nigga? because it's a it's a it's a command about this pause though okay it's in Deuteronomy chapter 23 I'm sorry 21 verses 22 to t- 23 teaches us that there was a <clears throat> divine curse placed upon a a hanged person uh-huh. and if a man has committed a crime punishable by death, and he is put to death, and you hang him on a tree. His body shall not remain all night on the tree, but you shall bury him the same day, for a hangman is cursed by God. You shall not defile your land that. The, that Yahuwah, your Yah, is giving you for an inheritance. Light drop. Pause, so niggas. Pause. One more time. Shall we say it again? Uh, yeah. Alright, now? Alright. It said, and if a man has committed a crime punishable by death and he is put to death, And you hang him on a tree. His body. Shall not remain. All night on the tree. Mm -hmm. But you shall. Bury him the same day. For a hanged man. Is cursed. By God. Well niggas. The people. Who were hung. Throughout this nation was what? Oops. A cursed people who hung on a tree. But these niggas cursed the land by leaving them what? On the tree. Hanging oh, on man. the tree. Which cursed the what? The name. The name. And you wonder why they be having all these hunt all right. yeah. Anyway, moving on, niggas. Moving on. I know. I know that made me this mad. Father, what was it? No Marciana Sinopo niggas Marciana Sinopo <laughs> They flipped the whole script on y'all ass They sure did Use the story of Yahshua For Yahshua Jesus Aw oh, come over here now father Alright now And that day, Yeshua took Makeda and smote it with the edge of the sword. And the king, therefore, was utterly destroyed. uh, uh, He utterly destroyed them and all the souls that were therein, and he let none remain. And he did to the king of Makeda. And he did unto the king of Yericho, and Yeshua passed from Mach de- Mat- Kedah and all Israel with him unto Levana and fought against Levana and Yahuwah delivered it also and the king thereof also had um, the hand of Israel, and he smote it in the um, with the edge of the sword, and all the souls that were therein, he let none remain in it, but did unto the king thereof as he did to the king of Jericho. And Joshua passed from Labani, Labanah, um, and all Israel with him to Le- Le- uh, Lachishim, and encamped against it and fought against it, and Yahuwah delivered Lachish unto the hand of Israel, which took it on the second day and smote it with the edge of the sword, and all the souls that were therein, according to all that he had done in Levon. And then Horam, king of Ge- uh, Gezar, came up to help Lachish, and Yahuwah. Shua smote him and his people until he had left him none remaining. And from Lachish, Yahshua passed unto Eglon and all Israel with him, and they encamped against it and fought against it. And they took it on that day and smote it with the edge of the sword. And from beginning to end, all the souls that were therein, he utterly destroyed that day according to all that he had done. To And Yeshua went up from Eglon and all Israel with him unto Hebron, and they fought against it, and they took it and smote it with the edge of the sword, and the king thereof, and all the cities thereof, and all the souls um, that were therein. He left none remaining according to all that he had done in Eglon. Um, But destroyed it utterly and all the souls that were therein. And Yahshua returned and all Israel with him to um, Davir and fought against it. And he took it and the king thereof and all the cities thereof. And they smote them with the edge of the sword and utterly destroyed all the souls that were therein. He left none remaining as he had done to Hebron. So he did to Devre and to the king thereof, and he had done also to Levah, uh, Levna, and there, and into and into and her king. And Yahshua smote all the country of the hills, and of the Nagavi, and of the valley, of the springs, palm springs <laughs> and from beginning to end all their kings and he left none remaining but utterly destroyed all that breathed and yahuwah elohi of israel commanded and yahshua smote from kadesh berana even unto gaza and from beginning to end all the country of goshen even unto govion and all these kings and their land had Yahshua take at one time because Yahuwah Elohai of Israel fought for Israel and Yahshua returned and all Israel with him unto the camp of Gilgal. So not only did he hang those kings, but he made sure he took them down by the end as Torah permitted. Come on here now. I know y'all wasn't expecting to hear that. Wow. <clears throat> Girl, when I heard that shit, I was like, ah, oh, damn, really? Oh man. See, I know you didn't know. Cause we don't read Torah. That's why we don't pick out these things. Why you think they told you the Old Testament is done away? Because we would have picked out the fallacies. And the people who had to have read the Bible or read it through and all the way to the end tell your ass how there's inconsistencies. But the the aspect that they judge it by is still from the same view or perspective because they don't think to go back to the Hebrew aspect of this, to the culture frame of reference, as well as study the language to get better understanding here. And take it back to the culture everything that was happening within. But if you see what's going on in the Old Testament, it contradicts everything in the New Testament. But it gives you explanation as to what was going on and help you to understand that some people wasn't our people, and there's some bullshit going on around the town because they wasn't keeping our traditions. It's not reflective in the New Testament. None of our traditions are reflective at all in the New Testament. Those people didn't keep our traditions. Because they're not there. So how could they be our people? So the thing that's going on in the New Testament has nothing to do with us because those aren't our people. Those were converted Jews. Pretending to be us. We still got some now that should piss y'all ass off now. They pretending to be you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway, I'm just saying. I don't know why y'all... Okay, anyway, so... <sighs> this has been a long, tumultuous-ass day. Now I got to get started working on my application because that's what I was supposed to be doing today. But I had to put this down for my friend. And I got another thing to do for him today that's going to be real quick. So I'm going to my computer out and run this out real quick. So Shalom, salam, shalom, whichever one you choose. Family, if nobody told you they love you, know that I do. I love your ass because I do this podcast every other day. I love you knowing that I don't mind telling you a hard truth that you might not like my ass for. But I already told you I was called to be a service to my people. And the shit I saw today, I told my baby, I'm like, shit, don't call me black, no nigga, no nothing, no not. I mean, I'll take the nigga because it's Hebrew. But don't call me black, African-American because I ain't going by that name no more. You mean that color? African-American, still a place, not a color. So next time somebody say, what are you? Nigga, i are going to be like, I'm chalked off Cherokee, Sissica. Sissica, Choctaw. as well as niggas, real talk. <laughs> Macintosh. That's a that's a story for a whole another day. But I still think Macintosh might be a Hebrew. I mean, might be a Native American name that just end up over there. Cause remember, they took our ancestors from here and took them over there to that area. Yeah, they were a tribe. And they were tribes there, too. So it's not actually... I don't think it's actually a Irish name. I think it might be a Native American name. But I don't know. There's a lot of Macs over there, too. But what could have taken place was this. One of us went over there, married one of them, came back with some descendants, and they just branched off here. That's more of a more plausible thing than anything else. Because we ain't let nobody come in here on that, on that level of shit, really. They had to have been from here and went over there. And they came back with some clans. And then they just started up the clan here. Because we already know it was a whole bunch of black Irish folk coming over here. But there weren't any Irish people sought to be Native Americans. So they had to have been a descendant of those people. Yeah. Yeah, they had to have come from here over there and they just came back home. Because that's the only way they would accept them. They would not have if they didn't no other way. That's how that name is had to be produced. Because you already know the traditions. It wouldn't have made sense. They wouldn't have done it. They wouldn't have accepted them here. Because that would be something completely different. They had to have been descendants. Anyway, y'all. I'll holler at y'all later. Salim. Shalom. Shalom. Whichever one you choose. I speak habaraka over your life. As well as shalom, complete and full wholeness and a blessing beyond blessings. That Yahuwah, our God, do something extra special for you today, tomorrow, or this weekend. I look forward to some positive reports of him doing something in your life. That's if your ass is following him. If you're not, nigga, I don't know what to say. At least put him to the test and call on him and ask him and see what he'll do for you. Because he did say that. Anyway, peace. Sorry, niggas. It's been two hours, but it'll be okay. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you can catch up, niggas. So you can catch up.